Welcome to Tardi Mechanach Yomi with the OU Women's Initiative. My name is Adina Schmidman, and today we will be learning Sefer Yehoshua, Perak Yutes 19. Yesterday, we introduced the land divisions of the final seven Shvatim, beginning with Binyamin. We highlighted the message that location is critical, not only for the land itself, but tribal neighbors are also part of the equation when settling the land of Israel. Today, we will be discussing the Nachlos, the portions of the remaining six Shvatim, Shimon, Zvulan, Yisachar, Asher, Naphtali, and Dan. Pasuk Aleph begins, Vayetzei Gahagoral Hasheni, and the second lot came out. The first Goral was Binyamin in the last parak, and now we move on to the second, the Goral of Shevet Shimon. Vayetzei Hagoral Hasheni, Le Shimon, Lumate Bnei Shimon, Lemishpechosam, Vayhi Nachalasam, Besoch Nachalas Bnei Yehuda. The inheritance of Shevet Shimon was situated amid the inheritance of the children of Yehuda. Shevet Shimon's portion is unique as it falls within the boundaries of a different Shevet. Let's look at the bracha which Yaakov Avinu gave Shimon and Levi to understand this land assignment. Bereshis 49 Mem Tes, Pasuk Zion. Arur apam ki az, ve'evrasam ki kashasa, achalkem biyakov va'afitzem Yisrael. Cursed is their anger, for it is intense, and their wrath, for it is harsh. I will separate them within Yaakov, and I will disperse them in Yisrael. Due to Shimon and Levi's brutal attack on Shechem, they are spread across the land. Shimon dispersed among Shevet Yehuda, Levi spread even more widely among all of the Shvatim. Rav Shamshin Rafal Hirsch, commenting in Sefer Bereshis, suggests that Yaakov's words to Shimon and Levi are even broader, applying them to the Jewish people as a whole. Yaakov represents the Gullus Jew, downtrodden, from the word Akev, heel, while Yisrael comes from the word Sar, prince, when the Jewish people are independent and established in the land of Israel. He suggests that the word Achalkeim, divide, does not mean to break up a whole, but rather to apportion something valuable so that many people can have access. When the Jewish people are in a Yaakov, Akev, heel state, dispersed among the nations, national confidence and esteem low, our forefather Yaakov blessed us with Achalkeim Biyakov, that he would divide the qualities of Shimon and Levi among us. We each have a feistiness and tenacity from our ancestors Shimon and Levi, the ability to stand up, speak out, and advocate for ourselves despite the pressures of the diaspora. The energy of Shimon and Levi as teachers and scholars among us have carried our nation through extremely dark times. By contrast, when we are in a Israel state, flourishing with national independence, Yaakov Avinu uses the words afitzim b'Yisrael, scatter them among Israel. Rav Hirsch explains that scatter has the connotation of splintering something into the smallest fragments so that the whole is no longer intact. You see that this verve, tenacity, and ability to speak up and stand out can be counterproductive when things are calm and serene. Disruption can be damaging. Agitators can cause havoc. Hence, Shimon and Levi are spread among the Shvatim. 
Shimon in the lands of Yehuda, who, as the designated leader of the Jewish people, can keep this potential in check. Shimon was also the smallest Shevet, with so many members killed in Shittim after the horror of the Nasi of Shevet Shimon and his illicit association with Kazbi Bas Tzor, the Midianite princess. With Yehuda, the largest Shevet, this arrangement worked well. One of the messages we can take from the brachos of Yaakov Avinu and its fulfillment here is that our words and actions have implications. Seeds we plant today will have impact and reach in years to come. While this may sound ominous, it can also be inspirational. Our actions can have far-reaching impact. Our legacy can live on well beyond our years. Let us think about what seeds we are planting today for the forest of tomorrow. Pasuk Yud. Vayal hagoral hashlishi livnei zevulan lemishpachosam. Vayhi gvul nachalasam ad sarid. And the third draw of the lottery was for the children of Zavulan, according to their families. The border of their inheritance was to Sarid. Let's look at Zavulan's brachos and see their manifestation in our psukim. Let's start with Bereshus Memtes Pasuk Yud Gimel 49.13. Zavulan l'chof yamim yishkon v'hu l'chof aniyos v'yar chaso al tzidon. Zavulan shall dwell at the shore of the sea, and he shall be a haven for ships, and his border shall be at Sidon. Now the brachos of Moshe, Sefer Devarim, Lamid Gimel Yudtes, 33.19. Ki shefa yamim yinaku usfune timune chol. For by the riches of the sea they will be nourished, and by the treasures concealed in the sand. Zevulun's territory extends to the shore near Akko and Sidon, affirming the brachos of both Yaakov and Moshe. The phrase Yisachar-Zevulun relationship may be familiar to us, the beautiful synergy of two Shvatim who partner and model this partnership. Zevulun provided Yisachar with all material needs so that Yisachar could devote his time to the study of Torah. And Zevulun received reward for his dedication to Torah study. To acknowledge Zevulun for his remarkable contribution to the support of Torah, the Tanchuma shares that he received his bracha from both Yaakov Avinu and Moshe Rabbeinu out of age order, before Yisachar. And here too, he receives his portion before Shevet Yisachar. Pasuk Yud Zayin 17. Liyisachar Yitzahagorol HaRevi'i, Livnei Yisachar Lemishpachosam. And the fourth draw of the lottery was for Yisachar, to the children of Yisachar, according to these families. We read in the Birkas Yaakov, Bereshis Memtes Yudalid, 49.14, Yisachar Chamor Garem Rovets Bein Hamishbasayim. Yisachar is a strong-boned donkey. He rests between the boundaries. Yisachar's territory was surrounded on three sides by Shevet Menashe. Perhaps suggested to Vuos Haaretz. This was hinted to in the Berkos Yaakov. He rests or crouches between the boundaries. And in Moshe Rabbeinu's bracha, in Devarim Lamid Gimel Yurches 3318, And of Zevulun he said, Rejoice Zevulun in your going out and Yisachar in your tents. Between the partnership of Zevulun and the fertile lands that Yisachar was allotted, he was able to sit in his tent to study Torah. 
The Medrash and Bereshis Rabbah has a beautiful play on words. Rather than read the Pasuk as Yisachar Ba'ohalecha, you can read it as Yesh Sachar Ba'ohalecha. You, Zavulan, have reward in your tents from the support that you show to Shevet Yisachar. Pasuk Chafdalet 24, HaChamishi Bnei Asher And the fifth draw of the lottery was for the tribe of the children of Asher, according to their families. Asher's territory is quite north, along the Mediterranean Sea, around Haifa and northward, including Akko and Sor. Bir Kas Yaakov, Bereshis Memtes Chaf, Bereshis 49.20, May Asher Shmena Lachmo Vuhu Yitain Madene Melech. Out of Asher his bread shall be fat, and he shall yield royal dainties. Bir Kas Moshe, Devarim Lamid Gimel Kaf Dalid, 33.24, Ula Asher Amar Baruch Mi Banim Asher, Yihi Ratsui Echav Vitovel Bashemen Raglo. And of Usher he said, Be Usher blessed above sons, let he be acceptable to his brethren, and let him dip his foot in oil. Barzel unachoshes minalecha uchiamecha davecha. Your shoes shall be iron and brass, and as your days, so shall your strength be. Usher received a large portion, and thus the fulfillment of the brachos of Yaakov and Moshe. Pasuk Lamid Bays 32. Livnei Naftali Yatsaha Gorel Hashishi, Livnei Naftali Lemishbachosam. For the children of Naftali was the sixth draw of the lottery, the children of Naftali according to their families. Naftali was given the area known today as the Upper Galil. The territory included the fertile Hula Valley and the Yardin River at the foot of the Har Charmon. The Birkas Yaakov in Bereshis Memtes Chaf Aleph read, Naftali Ayala Shulcha Hanosein Imre Shafer. Naftali is a hind let loose. He gives goodly words. Rashi and Bereshis, according to the Medrash, interprets the words Ayala Shulcha symbolically, as the fruits of Naftali are beautiful and ripen the earliest. In Devarim, Lamid Gimel Chaf Gimel, Moshe blesses Naftali. Naftali Sevaratzon Umale Birkas Hashem Yam Vidarom Yerasha. Naftali satiated with favor and filled with Hashem's blessing, go and possess the sea and its south shore. The Sifri explains that Naftali was blessed with both fish and dates, the blessing of the field and the blessing of the sea. Pasuk Lamidalad shares something interesting. Vishav Hagvu Yama Aznos Tavar Vyatsami Sham Hukoka Ufaga Bizavula Minegev Uva Ashar Pagami Yam Uvi Yehuda Hayarde Mizrah Hashemesh. The border turned westward to Aznos Tavar and broadened from there to Hukok. It reached Zavulan in the south, Asher in the west, and Yehuda at the Yardane in the east. So many Shvatim are being mentioned in relation to the land of Naphtali. You see, it's important to note that when closely following the boundaries and the cities, it becomes clear that almost every Shevet had a portion of its inheritance either bordering or within the borders of the neighboring Shevet. These borders were not meant to be like international borders with crossing points, checking of documents, and strict entry guidelines. 
crossing the border to Canada or coming through customs, there is always a sense of yours and mine, division, separation enforced by strict laws. That was not the purpose of the Eretz Yisrael boundaries. We were to have our own individual identity as a Shevet, but not at the expense of national unity. The goal was division of Shevet, but not division of nation. And now for the final Shevet. Pasuk Mem 40. Lamata b'nei dan l'mishpachosam yatsa hagorol hashvi'i. For the tribe of the children of Dan, according to their families, was the seventh draw of the lottery. Shevet Dan, the tribe known as the Ma'asef, the gatherer in the desert, the one who brings up the rear. Here too, Dan was the final Shevet to receive their Nachla. There are a number of cities in Dan's territory that we're familiar with. Yafo, B'nai Brak of Rabbi Akiva's Seder fame. Ayalon, the city which we learned about in Perak Yud, where the sun stood still. Timna, the city associated with Shimshon. And Ekron, one of the cities where the Aron was captured in Sefer Shmuel. Ir Shemesh, also known as Beit Shemesh, where the Aron returned. Pasuk Mem Zayin 47. Vayetzei gvul b'nei dan mehem, vayalu b'nei dan vayilochamu im leshem, vayukidu osa. And the boundary of the children of Dun was not sufficient for them. So the children of Dun ascended and battled with Leshem, captured it and vanquished it by the edge of the sword. They took possession of it, dwelled there and called Leshem Dun after the name of their ancestor. Their land was not enough, and so they conquered more land in the very northeast section of the land, where the Yardin begins. Today, there is an area known as Tel Dan at that northmost point. It was called the Yardin River because Yarad Dan. It goes down from Dan, as mentioned in Bechoros, Daf Nun Hay 55a. Dan's territory is the fulfillment of the bracha of Moshe. Uledan Amar Dan Gur Arye Yizanek Min Habashan. And of Dan he said, Dan is a lion's whelp that leaps from Bashan. A group from Shevet Dan went north. They leaped and conquered the city of Leshem. Later in the Navi, the expanse of the land of Israel is described as from Dan until Beersheba. Now we can understand this phrase, knowing that Dun's territory was the most northern point. Today, cities in Eretz Yisrael bear the names of the ancient cities which preceded them, some in the exact places or general area, and some using the names of these ancient cities to restore their legacy. Even the bus line in Tel Aviv carries the name Dun to recall the name and territory of Shevet Dun. Appreciate that the Nachlos live on even today. Echoes of the portions from the past ring loudly today if you know where to look and how to listen. Pasuk Memtes 49. Vayichalulin chol es haaretz ligvula seha. And they completed apportioning the land according to its borders. The children of Israel gave Yoshua bin Nun an inheritance within their midst. Pasuk Nun 50. Alpi Hashem Nasnulo Esha'ir Asher Sha'al. 
es timnas serach bahar Ephraim, vayivne es ha'ir vayeshev ba. They gave him the city which he requested according to the directive of Hashem, timnas serach in har Ephraim. He built the city and dwelled there. Because Kalev and Yehoshua remained loyal during the disaster with the spies, Hashem gave them their portions directly, Alpi Hashem, as described in the Gemara Baba Vasra, Dav Kuf Chaf Bez, Amud Aleph. The parak concludes Pasuk Nun Aleph 51. Ela han chalos asher nichalu el azar hakohen v'yoshua bin Nun, v'rashay ha'avos l'matos b'nei Yisrael. These are the inheritances which Elazar the Kohen, Yoshua bin Nun, and the leaders of the tribal families of the children of Israel, Bigoral, Bishilo, Lifnei Hashem, Pesach Ohel Moed, by Chalu Mechalek Es Haaretz, by the lottery, in Shiloh, before Hashem, at the door of the sanctuary, and they completed the division of the land. Note the emphasis on the holy process used to divide the land among the Shvatim. This parak describes the portions of land of the remaining six Shvatim, Shimon, Zvulan, Yisachar, Asher, Naphtali, and Dan. Each Shevet received a portion that related to the brachos of Yaakov and Moshe, the land that would allow them to fulfill their unique mission. We too are given a portion, a unique combination of talents and abilities. We are charged to identify our land, to learn about ourselves and seek ways to settle our land and fulfill our destiny. Thank you for studying together. Li'ilui nishmot, imotenu hayikarot, Esther Oppenheimer, Allah shalom, and Sarah Shanker, Allah shalom, each deeply devoted and proud to transmit their family's Torah legacy to the next generations.